Hey guys, welcome back to the Hard Time Strongman Podcast. This is Six, I'm here with Seven. Today we're bringing you another datasode. However, today is a series on datasodes on passivity in blank. Today we're covering the holidays. There is a lot that goes into holidays. There is a lot that goes into the holidays. If you don't know, that's a problem. And that's why we're here with this episode. What we're talking about is the mental load and being involved in the planning, the coordination, and the execution of everything that goes into the Christmas holiday. And this isn't necessarily just Christmas. I mean, this is any holiday. This is, I mean, this could be any, you know, big gathering, festivities, anything, right? But Christmas is fresh in our minds. And anybody that is in a relationship, anybody that is married, anybody that has family, uh, at least has a little taste of all the hustle and bustle and all the stress that can, you know, though, well, that is associated with you know, making quote unquote Christmas happen. When we're talking about the mental load, we're talking about the cognitive effort involved in managing your lives, your relationships, the family, the household, everything that goes into, into the holidays. We're talking like going to the store, buying presents. I mean, holy, how many of you show up on Christmas day, not even knowing what the kids are getting? what your family's getting and you're just like, Oh yeah, Merry Christmas. What you guys are going to eat or when you're going to eat it. Right. You guys just sit in your chairs, drinking a beer, watching the game. That's, that's, that's not the right. That's not the right thing to do here. So yeah. And that's why we're bringing this to you. And like six said, so we are kicking off with the, the holiday, you know, section of this, of this series, but this is a very deep, very old issue. And if you, you know, fall into this trap, don't be surprised because everybody has, right? But absolutely. I while, still do from time to time. Right. And while this is something that we struggle with, this is something that we struggle with. We struggle against. This is not okay. Passivity, it's like a cancer. Is something that will rot you right away until you're you know useless why you know it's better that you weren't even there in the first place so we are going to you know eventually you know in time we will in this series talk about passivity in relationships passivity in your family uh, passivity in your work in your self-growth your self-development um you know, we're, we're leaving this series very open-ended because, like I said, this is a huge issue a lot of men struggle with. And, you know, part of the reason why we do these episodes is to teach you things your dad should have taught you. And your dad should have taught you the dangers of passivity and ways to, you know, ways to manage that. So let's dig into what all actually goes into the Christmas holiday. I mean... From the very beginning, you have your planning and your organization, your scheduling and coordination, the emotional labor, the communication and collaboration. And this is all with mainly your spouse, your spouse, your family, their family, because there is a lot of people, a lot of moving parts, and this all needs to go together seamlessly. 
And if you don't realize that it's going together seamlessly, you just know that it does, you're part of the problem. So let's hit planning and organization first. Man, Christmas wouldn't be complete without gifts, right? How does gifts get there? Santa, right? There's always that possibility of hope and prayer and that they show up. Or, you know, you actually have to go and get the gifts yourself. Because Santa doesn't always know what your family wants. So that's your job. And along those lines, don't make your spouse go and get all the gifts. That is a one-way one way ticket into some arguments. It may not be today, but it will be down the line. Be involved in that. Well, it's not even this just... This involves shopping for every gift. Sorry, I'm going to cut you off. Um, you know, it's just going to have to... You know, this isn't strictly about, you know, a division of labor, right? Because what does right. your spouse think when, you know, you have no... No input, no say in, you know, gifts. Because gifts are a joyous thing, right? They're supposed to be thoughtful. Right. They're supposed to be, you know, tailored to the individual. They're supposed to have you know, thought and, you know, love and consideration in this is supposed to be a joy for somebody, right? It's not supposed to be a chore. It's not supposed to be, uh, you know, uh, you know, some red text on your, you know, on your budget. This is supposed to be something that, you know, really means something to you and something to the person that you're giving this gift to, right? You know, something I've said in the past episode is, you know, giving something away is some of the most fun you'll ever have, right? But what does your spouse, your partner think when you, you know, aren't in on that process, you know, of your own, of your own free will and accord, you know, Oh, he doesn't care. He could care less. He'd rather be watching the game. He'd rather be, you know, taking a nap, doing this, doing that, you know, he doesn't care, you know, what his brother, sister, parents, children receive, you know, and you know, that insecurity has, you know, like you said, it has a pretty huge, toll down the line that can stack up very, very quickly. Right. And that just, all that does is breed resentment. It breeds contempt. And that in a relationship is a killer. It's what we actually call one of the four horsemen of the apocalypse. And that's something you want to actively avoid bringing into your relationship with your spouse. And that just, that doesn't apply to just the gifts that applies to the coordination that implies to shopping for the food that you, you need to be involved in all aspects to actually cooking or baking the food give the so, idea that you care so this is this has to do with parvy being a team right? right and we're making we're making a a short conversation pretty long here by digging into fortunately all of the you know nitty-gritty details of it but this should be stuff that you should already know. You should already know this. You should already be doing this. Should, you know, this shouldn't, you know, no one should have been, no one should have to tell you this. Unfortunately, if you're here and this is new to you, you've got some work to do, right? None of the stuff magically happens. You know, there is no fairy that, you know, walks around, ties up the house, cleans the dishes, does the laundry, you know, cooks the food, plants, you know, meal preps, make sure that the fridge is restocked, that the pantry's full, that you're, you know, topped off on propane or you pay the electric bill, you know, fill in the blank. This is part of the mental load that you were talking about. So 
I could summarize mental load as just being an adult, right? But that doesn't really cut it for this conversation. Mental load, we're talking about everything, everything that goes on behind the scenes that, you know, makes it so the kids can, you know, run and play in the backyard and not have any care in the world besides who has the ball and where it's going. That's what that mental load is. That is you being a parent, you know, so your wife, girlfriend being able to snuggle you on the couch and fall asleep watching a show without having to worry about, you know, hey, did we pay the bills this month? Or where's the money going? Are we hemorrhaging money? Okay. You know, what about the car payment? What about, you know, this or that or the other? I still don't have the baseboards on my house done. You know, all this stuff, you know, if your, you know, partner, if your wife doesn't have to think about that, you're doing a really good job. Right. If you're not doing a really good job, then this kind of things that's going to, you know, crop into her head at two in the morning while she's trying to go to sleep. If it's in your head at two in the morning while you're trying to go to sleep, then once again, we've got some work to do. Right. Because all this mental load, you know, it takes a toll. It takes a really huge yes. toll. Part of the roots of, you know, the, you know, the tree of what we're trying to build here. Something we talked in our, you know, first two episodes, right? Your mental health. So this is what's going to drag you down. This is the weight on your back that is, you know, going to drive you into the dirt if you don't get a handle on it. And exactly, you know, the holidays, this is one very, like I said, very small example, but it, you know, by its nature is very special for you and your family. You know, for Christians, Christmas, you know, this is <laughs> today's the day. day, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, was, you know, Jesus Christ born on December 25th? No, but that's when we celebrate no. it. Okay. So if you're not putting in the work here, you know, and it's not about the presence. It's not about some fat man in a suit who knows when you're sleeping, when knows when you're awake. That's creepy, by the way. Um, it's... <laughs> You know, you, your focus should be on your family. You know, if you give gifts, it should be out of love and consideration for that person to bring joy to that person, right? If you cook really good food, you should be cooking that really good food with love so that your friends and your family and you can enjoy it. I, I do have one thing I do want to say about giving gifts too. Yes. Yeah, don't just ask, don't just ask for a list and then go and get off that list. You should know your people enough to be able to think about them. Okay, it's time for me to get a gift for this person. What do they like? And you should be able to know at least five different things of what they're either interested in or what they like to do. And you can use that as a jumping off point of what they can get. Also think about what they freaking need. And I'm not talking about like just socks and underwear. Like what do they actually need? What's going to actually bring them joy on Christmas Day when it's they open that gift now, up? I still haven't gotten wool socks. I'm just saying, don't, don't throw socks under the bus. Wool socks are important. That is true. I do have some really nice ones in my closet that I got. <laughs> no, but, but you're right. What do you know? What do your people need? What do they want? If you don't know, okay, this is your opportunity to figure it out. Whether that's through right. talking with friends and family that are close to them, whether that's going up and you're know, talking to them like, Hey, 
I have no idea what to get you. What do you need? What do you want? You know, how can I serve you in this? Right. Right. And, you know, it doesn't have to be a thing. You know, if you don't have the funds, you have the finances, you have time. Right. Yes. Okay. Go out, spend time with that person. You're like, yeah. Hey, I don't, you know, I have no idea what to get you. I didn't get you anything, but I've got a boat and you like fishing, right? Let me take you out or, you know, do something that that person likes to do. Go on a trip, go hunting, go camping, you know, whatever. It doesn't have to be. And, there's, and, you know, our consumerist culture, at least here in the States, has gotten really rampant, right? Where yeah. this is what and we're worrying about. ways of doing this, too. But, you know, that's not what it's supposed to be about. You know, you know, the whole the whole event. As far as presents go, should be joyful, not just for the person receiving, but the first for the person giving too. Right. But all that to say, you know, this is something where you can really fall into the trap of, I don't, you know, I don't much care about, you know, a little tiny, you know, for my third cousin, you know, but I'm obligated to, you know, do this. Right. That's not the, that's not a mentality you need to have. Yep. And as far as, you know, the house stuff, like we talked about, right. So not only, you know, shopping for gifts, but meal prep okay while you're out on the porch having beer and your you know wife's got a ham in the oven you know working on mashed potatoes or clam trout or whatever you know how can you be a helping hand in that you know can you be following behind and make sure that she has all of her you know dishes prepped and ready to go or cleaned or you know cueing the kids off or, or you know whatever you know, buying last minute, you know, I literally, I literally, uh, Christmas day went to my neighbors like, Hey, do y'all have any potatoes? <laughs> we do not have, you know, potatoes we need for this clam chowder and, you know, bless their hearts. They grew potatoes this year. And so I literally Ooh. got dirt, fresh potatoes from a clam chowder because I have awesome neighbors and I had the, mm, to go and ask. Instead of saying, oh, nothing's open. Right. Yeah. But there is so much that you can do. Right. And everyone knows, you know, whatever you're most dreading about the holidays, if you go to somebody's house or, you know, you're going to do something, that's probably where you can do some good work at. Yeah, because if you're dreading it, chances are your your spouse is dreading it too, mm-hmm. or your family, so, or your yeah. in laws, or your friends. You know, whatever. Say if you you know you have buddies with a bunch of small kids, right? And you're like, oh man, they're not going to shut up. They're going to be tearing the house up, you know, crawling on the walls, and it's going to be a whole deal for like six hours. Okay, you know, instead of dreading it and trying to put it off for you know, the one dad in the midst of eight kids or, you know, whatever, maybe, you know, you could put in a little work and, you know, confront that and like, okay, how am I going to keep these kids occupied? Cause this can be fun. This, so, you know, this can suck or this can be really good. A lot of this is your choice. One of the things that we actually did one year for, uh, I guess my little nephew in law, uh, was we, at one point we drank a lot of wine and we had this wine subscription. So we would get this box with like four bottles of wine in it. They were separated. You just give individually, him his own obviously. Bottle? What the hell? 
I wouldn't go Paul that far. Paul was his kid. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. So what we did was we took the the separate little things and we threw in different kinds of like games, whether they're card games or dice games or whatever. Cool. We threw in things that we knew would like actually keep him busy, keep him entertained because a bored kid on Christmas is a nightmare absolute nightmare especially if they are high energy and high intelligence level it is a nightmare and a half so expound that out to like eight kids it's a lot of work but you get the gist you can you can make up games you can bring games you can do all sorts of things to keep them entertained while everyone else does their thing it's not that hard kids honestly are very simple it's very simple to keep kids entertained. Hey guys, Seven from the Hard Time Strongman Podcast here to bring a quick word from our newest sponsor, Blackbeard Firestarters. We first saw Blackbeard Firestarter a few years ago, and after seeing what the product can do, it's been our kit ever since. Their Firestarter rope and their fire plugs are windproof, waterproof, dummy proof. They have an insane burn time, and like anything else that they offer, it just works. Besides their fire stars, they offer an arc lighter, ferro rod, stormproof matches, basically anything that you need to get a fire started. To better equip you, we cherry picked their inventory and made our hard time strongman fire kit. Basically our essentials kit for anything that you can need to get a fire started. But besides that, they're offering 10% off anything in their store when you use the code STRONGMEN. We love the guys at Blackbeard Firestarter. We love what they're doing. We trust them and we trust their products. And we honestly can't recommend them enough. Make sure to check them out online at blackbeardfire.com or on Instagram at blackbeardfire. Huge shout out to the guys at Blackbeard Fire for working with us and for bringing the fire. As always, guys, stay in the fight. Hey everybody, this is 6 and 7 with the Hard Time Strongman Podcast. We are coming to talk to you about our Patreon and Discord. Hey guys, our patrons get early access to all of our episodes. They get all of our exclusive pre and post shows, all of our spicy takes, all of our rabbit holes that we go on. Everything that we want to include in the episode, but we can't because we need to stay on topic. And soon enough, we will be offering digital downloads, guides, everything that we've been working on in the background will soon be available to our patrons so make sure to check it out and come hang out with us on discord speaking of the spicy stuff this is where we discuss most of it once you're there you'll get access to all of our in-depth discussions including stuff like homesteading fieldcraft, medical camping communications shooting you like ars come talk to us about it you like four by four vehicles and prepping come talk to us about it you like tannerite thermite napalm come talk to us about it. all of the campfire talks that would get us kicked off of other platforms it's right there in our Discord. Come join our community. We're active on Discord every day. We're interacting with members constantly. We have guys from every walks of life coming to contribute their expertise to all of these various fields and subjects that we've been talking about. Come join the watch Discord. Come join the Discord. Join our community. Build up that better class of man. Now back to the episode. Well, you know what I, you know, I heard, uh, or I didn't hear, I read the other day on Instagram, a guy was, uh, 
uh, it, he was a new dad, but he was getting frustrated because his toddler was like, you know, dragging by the hand to like this one toy. And then he play for or like a minute and he'd drive to another toy and you play, you know, and just drag all around the house playing with all these different toys and never like actually being interested or sitting down with one one the kid's a toddler okay right um but you know dad didn't know dad had no idea and so he's doing this and then yeah his mom just looked at him and, and he said he doesn't care about the toys you're the toy yes <laughs> like you're the toy he's, he's your time he's playing with your you attention. like that's like he doesn't, yes. he doesn't care about the you know any of this crap like he's playing with you like you're the toy so you know and, that and that's goes, part of being a dad that's well that's being a dad right but that goes with any kid right because yes. the kids are gonna look for where they can get attention mm-hmm. and how easy or hard that is depends on how much or how little they try for that attention and sometimes that can be good try sometimes that can be bad try right whatever gives them attention yeah so that's true or you know you could go so the, we the hit- chaotic neutral route and then instead of having everybody you know individually unwrap their presents everybody can ooh and ah have everybody go all at once Just say go that's what i prefer i don't like being the center of attention i love anarchy as I unwrap my presents just just freaking unwrap your gifts oh my god my wife say thank you at the end and we're good to go my wife's extend family like the big big like you know family christmas that's what they do they have the youngest person like divvy out all the gifts everybody mm-hmm. and then the patriarch says or papa he says all right go and then it's just chaos like everything explodes in wrapping paper and screaming yes and you know there you go <laughs> it's it, it's awesome i love it best way 10 out of 10 because yeah. you get the full reaction out of everybody all at once and they get it all over and everybody's playing with their stuff and it's great yeah my wife's family does it the one at a time method. Oh, my family and does that too. I can't stand it, honestly. What should take no longer than 20, maybe 30 minutes. Four hours, right? Takes like four hours. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm falling asleep here. But, like, and, you know, mom's trying Tempest to get Fugit, pictures go. of every present gang on life. It's too much. Yeah. They don't, they don't even take presents and it's, or they don't even take pictures and it's still four hours long no it's it's like like guys i know that you i know you want to see them unwrap your present and have fun with it and they're so appreciative let's just let the kids rip it up man like that's what they're born to do like get in it and then you'll see them play with it later it'll be great (laughs) you know i mean you can still watch them and see the joy in their eyes like don't unwrap your presents right away if you really want to see like the joy because there is joy still it's just not like hey Odo time kind of thing, you know, it's, I, I, it's just like, let's go. That's a deeper issue for me. I just hate taking pictures like I am here for candid. Like I'll do candid pictures all day, obviously. Like, I feel like that's more natural. That's more genuine. Right. But yeah. like even for just my little family, like I hate having my boys take pictures because I'm just like, no, man, I want to see them like go like getting mucked up in the mud and plants. I don't want to see them just like. You know, all dressed up, posed. You know, like that's yeah. You know, that's not that's not my kid. I mean, there, there is yeah, that's true. There is something to be said for post pictures. It's nice. It's good to have them. But you're right. I do. I prefer candid photos. You know, I prefer those action shots. I I prefer to see. I prefer to see people enjoying what they're doing. Yeah. You know, they're harder to get. They're easier to mess up, 
Mm -hmm. But when you get them and they look good, it's like, there's nothing like it. You know what it makes me think of when you have to do like, you know, scheduled or just like post pictures. It makes me think of like the old timey, like. Oh God. Pictures where everyone's like, saying so, and just like, okay, yeah, this is to like for history to preserve, like what you looked like. Okay. And I get that, but that's not what I'm going to post in my house. You know, like my favorite postcard that we ever made was of my then two-year-old, one-year-old, like mm-hmm. losing his ever-loving mind, like full meltdown tantrum in a Christmas hat in front of our tree. That was my favorite one ever. Because <laughs> I'm like, yep, he doesn't want to be there. Like, that's what we get for trying to pose a picture for a Christmas card. So be it. Yeah, fair. Like. That's fair. I'm like, you know, what am I actually going to post my hat? I'm going to post all the, you know, happy, like everyone looks the exact same because they're all like, hmm. yeah, no, like I want pictures of people being people like that's why I want to remember, you know, and plus yeah. how many, how much of this is going to be, you know, stored on the cloud on my phone and then my phone's going to die or I'm going to change phone. I'm going to lose everything. Or, you know, if I actually do print out now, how many of those are going in like a album that gathers dust album. underneath my, you know, like and cap table by my couch yeah you know i'm not i'm bad with pictures that's my rant we're also bad with getting on tangents yeah thank you for coming to my TED talk yeah so we talked about gift shopping and wrapping we talked about holiday i mean i don't know if we talked about wrapping but dude wrap gifts don't make your wife do it all enough said we've talked about holiday meal prep yes we're we're talking about holiday meal prep okay Meal are scheduling community events, school events. I mean, like it's all, it's all the home. Do your take. Okay. So long story short here, be involved in the gift shopping, be involved in the wrapping plan, help plan the menu, go grocery shopping, get the stuff, be there to help cook, be there to make sure everything comes out at the right time to where it's available to eat all together. Decorating the home, take pride. I, I have talked about home pride in home ownership before. And if I haven't, I'm a realtor. So take pride in your home ownership. Don't let your house go to crap. Same idea with decorating. Be involved. Plan it. Make it look great. You remember that holiday magic when you were a kid? How do you think that happened? Your parents were involved in decorating the house. You got to do that. You have to, have to, have to do that. Otherwise, your kid's going to grow up hating Christmas and then I'm going to hate you. Or they're not going to know why. So, they're not going to know why it's important or why it's a big deal. Because you, right. you never made it a big deal. If you went 10 years yeah. of just like, yeah, you know, here's your present. And, you know, your house stayed the exact same. You never went to the lights. You never, you know, hung out with family you never saw before. You never were, you were never more joyful, never more giving, never more like Christ, right? If you were never intentional about bringing that magic to the season. In 10 years, yeah. what like what if the hell example did they have? Why would they care? And then you're like, oh, you're like, you don't care about it. Really? Yeah, it's because you never cared about Christmas. What, what were they supposed to care about? Some of my biggest core memories from when I was younger were decorating the house with my mom. All those years, I can remember. So many years of actually de- decorating the house in different ways, decorating that we had a 12 foot tree. Nice. We had a 12 nice. foot freaking tree Hell that yeah. you had to attach each individual branch. It was 
terrible and awesome at the same time. But I still remember it. And your kids will remember it too if you get them involved. Wait, 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 wait. You said was it was it a real tree or a fake tree? It was a fake tree. No, I can't stand you. All right. Oh, dude, that's the only way to go, man. I don't like, God, like cleaning up the pine balls. God, Plus, I don't want to fight with you on the show, like man. like crap after a while. I, I'm not going to fight with you. We To each his own. You like real. I like fake. No, but it's easier. Like, like you said, everybody has their memories, right? So every year yeah. when I was growing up, I remember going out and cutting down our Christmas tree. And I'm sure. getting hot cocoa while we were out waiting in the cold, okay? I remember decorating that tree. I remember helping my dad on, you know, up on the roof. You know, decorating with Christmas lights and him telling me, hey, don't touch that wire or you'll die. I'm like, oh, okay. And decorating the lights, yeah. right? But, you know, you remember all that stuff. You know, that's what, that's what makes it cute. I mean, yeah, everyone is like, ding, 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 you know, like outside Walmart. Okay. <laughs> it's just, it's the little things. Oh, yeah. That, you know, that make it magical. You know, some people, you know, really invest in this time. So, like, hey, I'm supposed to be serving, so let's go serve. And that's our tradition. And, you know, you're building some really core memories for your kids here. You know, but right. like you said, it takes that intentionality. It okay? does. Something else we push Every is, you know, community, right? So not mm -hmm. just for, you know, your nuclear family, but, you know, what about your larger gatherings? What about community gatherings? What about, you know, your, you know, if you go to church, what about your church? What about, you know, your work family? What about, you know, just your neighbors. Okay. Something I was intentional about this year was going to all my neighbors on Christmas day and, you know, passing the beast, like, Hey, Merry Christmas, you know, just being seen, being heard, being there. But that yeah. takes, you know, once again, time and effort and make sure the kids, you know, clothes are clean and make sure that, you know, your wife has this, this, and this done and, you know, everything else, you know, coordinating schedules. I mean, just I everything say, yes, logistical planning yeah yeah but if you and, you know all like like we said all this boils down to intentionality and you know being there so yeah be there yeah so let's see that takes care of planning an organization we kind of hit scheduling and coordination so i mean yeah it's like it's, scheduling is a huge thing because i mean not just, not just because you have your own nuclear family but also now you have her nuclear family or his nuclear family whatever your spouse's nuclear family so whose house you go into on christmas eve both one none christmas day same thing you gotta coordinate mm -hmm. when are you going what time how long are you staying there do you have enough time to make it to the other place these are things you gotta think of you got to communicate with your extended families too to make sure that everything lines up and that everybody can, you know, is okay with the times that you're talking about. A yeah. uh, quick, quick tip for you new husbands out there. If you see your wife or your mom or your wife's mom, you know, get on and off of the phone or, you know, running around in a tizzy and they look stressed, ask them what they're stressed about and you'll get a peek behind the curtain of everything that needs to be done because it's a lot. Better yet, better yet, walk up to him and say, what do you need? How can I help? How can, that second one, how can I help? You can ask that. Your kids can ask that. Encourage your kids to ask that. 
make your kids ask that. If you, if you and your That's wife I mean are courage. busting around, busting your butts, doing stuff, and your kid's sitting on the couch or says he's bored, you're wrong. You're very yeah. wrong. I will not allow my kid to just hang out while my wife's, you know, busting around the house. Like, no, you live here too, man. Like, we're, yeah, we're doing something. So that another thing to take into consideration is your school events. So if you have school age children, do they have plays going on? Do they have wire concerts? Church? What time? When are those? How are you going to get in there? You know, what time do they need to be there versus what time does the thing start? These are things you got to know. Emotional labor. Mm. Oh, this one's fun. This one's fun because this can go to a variety of different ways. There are a lot of people out there who are dealing with depression. There are a lot of people who are excited for holidays. There are a lot of people who just lost a loved one. Or there's people who lost a loved one years ago and are still reminded of them on, on Christmas. So this is a lot to manage. And while some of the times it may not be your problem to deal with, it may not be your responsibility to deal with that family member. It doesn't take much to just walk up to them and give them a hug. Like, Hey, you doing okay? What right. do you need? Can I bring you something? Do you need to talk? It's not hard. There's a lot to deal with in the holiday season. It's supposed to be a time of joy, but a lot of times it can be a, a time of sorrow. Yeah. And you know, every person, every family is different. Right. Absolutely. So if you're, you know, trying to interact with somebody, you know, say Merry Christmas and you get and you don't get the response that, you know, you were expecting or looking for, then, you know, maybe don't just shy away from that. You know, if time and you know situation permits, maybe dig into that a little bit. You mm -hmm. know? The Absolutely. Whole, whole point is trying to take care of people. Absolutely. It's the whole point is to spread the joy and love of the holiday season. As always, with holidays, there can be unforeseen circumstances, unforeseen challenges. Make sure you are prepared to deal with them. While you may not be able to see that they're coming, hence the unforeseen part, it's it's not hard to have paper towels on standby in case of spills, a mop, a, a broom, whatever. I don't think it matters what the situation is, but just that mindset of being on standby, you know? And Being not just for adapt. you, but for everybody, you know, everybody should have the mindset, right. you know, because you're all enjoying, you know, the festivities, right? So everybody, you know, takes joint ownership in that. So not just looking over, oh, that's not my job or, oh, this is my house or, you know, oh, you know, that's not my kid, whatever, you know, if you see something, handle it, right? Absolutely. Be help, you know, that's, that's going to yes. be dividends. Not only does that immediately fix the issue that you're having to deal with. That's annoying for you, so it gets done quicker, right? But that's a huge blessing to everybody else involved because then they're not having to deal with, you know, that that problem as well. Absolutely. And you, you got to be able to adapt to change of plans as well. So say you burn the turkey, burn the ham, and you're going and you're now going to Denny's or Waffle House for Christmas. Or having so to move houses or having to yes, you know, do whatever. Having, change your recipe having whatever unforeseen guests or you know whatever pick it up right it's always fun too 
unforeseen guests, more people showing up than where you're used to. Well, what do we got in the pantry? Exactly. It's part of being an adult. No part of being an adult. Communication. And collaboration. So, yeah, you know, like we said, communicating with your spouse. Mm-hmm. Right. So if you are the spouse that normally handles everything, don't keep that to yourself. Right. Hey, how are you doing? Oh, I'm doing fine. While you're, you know, keeping it to yourself that you have 10 things going on and you can't do eight of them. So you're going to have to, you know, guess or figure it out. You're like, hey, I'm actually I'm actually stressing right now because I have this, this, this and this and I could really use a hand. You know, that that's huge, yeah. not only, you know, to get that off your plate, but to give someone the blessing of being able to help you. If you stay silent, if you don't, if you're not honest with people, you're denying them the ability to help you, which and there is a huge detriment. And there are a lot of spouses out there who may not seem like they're going to do anything, but if you ask them to do it, they'll do it. My father-in-law is one of them. Like, you know, Christmas, during our Christmas celebration with family, he was like pretty much just kind of telling people what to do while kind of just sitting there. And I'm just like, what the heck? But then all of a sudden, my mother-in-law was just like, hey, can you get this for me? And up he went. And he wouldn't, he wouldn't help. And I'm just like, okay. Okay, so now I actually see a little bit into his personality on, you know, he's he's passive. Until you request something, and then he's active. He's he's involved. He, he goes assumes, to get this. He, he will help out no matter what. Fine, nothing needs to happen. Exactly. Exactly. It's it's the it's those blinders that people get. Mm-hmm. But then once you say something, hey, I need this. Blinders come off, and it's like, okay, I'm on it. I'm helping. And so, it could be that you know, like he sees everything going on, but he doesn't know how to. You know, not saying him specifically, but like if you're that person, like it could right. be that. You know, you see everything going on. You're not blind to it, but it's just like, I don't really know how to like insert myself into that or how to help. Right. And right. So sometimes people do need that guidance. They they do need that management. Right. Which is annoying. But yeah, you know, you, but, you can give them grace on that, that they're willing to help. Right. Exactly. Exactly. They are willing to help. They just don't know how it's right. It's a common. It's actually really common. Oh, so. And, you know, like I said, collaboration, you know, collaborative decision making, right? So you shouldn't be making all the decisions. Your wife shouldn't be making all the decisions, right? Yeah. Make sure you have some input in this. Like, don't let her or don't let yourself be the only ones organizing the gifts, the food, the scheduling, anything like that. Be involved in this and, like, help. Don't be a a detriment, but help. Yeah. only you, the listener, will know what I what I mean when I say don't be a detriment because it is different for everyone. Yeah. And after you and your spouse are done, you know, not being detriments, actually, you know, done helping, make sure that you're, <laughs> you know, appreciating that person. Right. Oh, yes. It's oh not always, you know, it's not always unsaid. It's not always implied. Right. It exactly. helps so much for, you know, someone who's insecure and things like that to hear, hey. I see you. You worked your butt off all day. Thank you. This is great. You look great. The food's great. Everything's great. You did really, really well. Thank you for doing that. You know, that could, that could completely make, you know, turn the whole day around. 
for somebody, but you won't Absolutely. know until you tell them that. Yeah. Words of affirmation go a long, long way. Even if there, that's not your spouse's love language at all. Still hearing the words, Hey, you did great. This is awesome. Thank you so much for all your hard work. That will go a long, long way. Yes. And you know, five long, five love languages will be in a, in a Dasso in the future. Yes. Now that you we mentioned will that. cover Gottman here very, very shortly, as well as the love languages. Yay. We're helping you. <laughs> well, if I could, if I could in, I'm sorry, last, no, last right. tangent. If the least I can get out of these Dassos is teaching someone how to change a tire and then giving them the five languages and the Enneagram, I'll be happy because if I had those two oh. things, if I had the five love languages and the Enneagram like down pat before I even started like dating or before I got married, oh, dude, I would have, I would have skipped oh out God. so many fights. <laughs> if my communication was good from the start, I would have missed out on so many fights, but well, and just the Enneagram, like understanding yourself. Yeah. <laughs> like, and and that is a big thing to understanding your other person. I mean, it's yeah, massive. Any whoozle. Right. So last paragraph conclusion. Yeah. We're wrapping this up guys. In short holiday season, there's a lot that goes into this. There is a huge middle load, but there's also passivity when it comes to this. In short, be involved from start to finish from your gift shopping and wrapping to your holiday meal prep decorating, be involved in the scheduling and coordination of your family gatherings, your events, whether they be school or community or even personal. Be involved in your the emotional labor that goes on. You know, have good expectations. Ha handle all the unforeseen challenges. Be there for people, no matter if they're happy, sad, depressed, lonely, what have you. Be present. Have good active. communication. And be present. Be active. Have good communication and collaboration with your partners, with your family. Be involved in the decision-making. Sharing the load of all of this will go a long, long way to making the Christmas season an absolutely magical one. Guys, thank you for sitting through this with no, us. No, you don't. This has been... What? Mm -hmm. No? You don't get to skip what out on that joke. This is a oh. data sode. We have. This is a data sode. We have a record to maintain. That is true. Thank you for catching me on that. You thought. <laughs> are we? Are we doing? You thought. Are we doing Christmases? Yeah, I know. No, we already did that. No. no. Okay. How about? Yeah, just regular dad dad jokes. Y'all want your own? You take it. Go ahead. What do you call a fish wearing a bow tie? God. Fancy feast. <laughs> that was actually really good, I guess. Uh, sophisticated. Uh? Wow. <laughs> wow. That. Man. <gasps> Why did the cashier rip money in half? Why? They were asked to break a bill. <laughs>
My wife said I should do lunges to stay in shape. It was a big step forward. Why was the cow such a heartthrob on the farm? Why? He was a smooth talker. <laughs> it was pretty good. How do you follow Will Smith in the snow? Oh. I know this one. Go ahead. Follow the fresh prince. Prince, yeah. Oh, God. How do frogs invest their money? They use a stock broker. Gosh, wow. Oh, how's the moon cut his hair? I don't know. Eclipse it. <laughs> God. Makes you want to kick a fat kid in Kmart. <laughs> Praise God, baby. <laughs> How do trees get on the internet? They yeah. log in. Oh, my God. All right, you get one more. But first. Okay. <sighs> I asked my dog what two minus two was. He said nothing. Man. Last one, make it count. Um, let's see here. Mm. Getting paid to sleep in is a true dream job. <laughs> that was foul. Oh, and dad advice. Oh, dad advice. Um, Take the time and make the effort to go the extra mile because you never know how even picking up the smallest task for your spouse can actually take the biggest load off their mind. No one happily remembers the guy who was taking a nap. That is true. That is true. Every time I've looked at somebody taking a nap, I'm always just like. <laughs> well, I mean is. Oh. Get off your butt. Okay. We're doing a we're doing an episode on passivity. All right. There's too much to be done. There's too much life to live for you to just laxadaisically bumble through life. You know being supported by everybody else you know get off your butt do the work be present you know, be a person and you know make your life count yep that's true you got anything else that's all i got all right thank you guys for joining us for another data episode. today we did passivity in the holidays holidays are a special time we got to keep them that way 
We are the Hard Time Strongman Podcast, training up a better class of man. Stay in the fight. Stay in the fight. Hey guys, this is Six and Seven with the Hard Time Strongman Podcast. Wanted to take a second to do a mental health check in and to tell you all about the 988 Crisis Lifeline. So, the 988 Lifeline is a national network of local crisis centers that provides free and confidential emotional support to people in suicidal crisis or emotional distress 24 hours a day, seven days a week in the United States. You can reach the Lifeline at 988lifeline.org. Or you can call or text 988 to get help, to get someone real on the phone. Every struggle is different. Every struggle is hard. But you are not alone in whatever you're going through. As someone who has used the 988 crisis line, I fully recommend that if you're feeling any of those feelings of depression, suicide, hopelessness, Get in touch with them immediately. They will help you. They will listen to you. Once again, guys, you can reach the Lifeline at 988lifeline.org or you can call or text them at 988. As always, guys, stay in the fight. Stay in the fight.